Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Welcome to the final episode in the Growth Series. The previous episodes were on mental, emotional, and physical growth. If you missed those, please go back and listen. If you feel stuck or you'd love to see growth in different areas of your life, then this series is for you. Each week, we're focusing on a different area of growth. And you might notice that every week has included spiritual growth because without it, nothing in our lives will grow. This week, I'd actually planned to dive deeper into spiritual growth and just focus on that. Well, here's the deal. We all know the drill. Read your Bible, pray, go to church, worship. These are all awesome things. Not only are they awesome, they are essential to growth in any area of our life. So my plan was to take a deeper dive into those things, and maybe one day I will, but for now, the day that I came to record this, I record in a little room in our clinic that we have in Louisville, Texas, the Holy Spirit got my attention, and he asked me to pivot and talk about accountability. Even when I said that word, you might have felt your toes get stepped on. If so, welcome to the club. (laughs) Accountability, it's scary. It feels like we're giving up control because technically we are. Accountability takes humility because we have to confess our weaknesses. We have to admit that we're prone to sin and we fall into temptation. My friend, if you think that you do not have a weak link, think again. And of course, in true form of my Real Talk with Rachel, anytime that I step out in faith and do something that's bigger than myself, like writing this book that I'm working on currently, the enemy comes in and he hits me where he knows it will hurt. Not only just where it hurts, but the place he knows that I will fall. We all have at least one area of our life that we are prone to sin in, prone to be more tempted in. And if you don't yet know that, I hope by the end of this episode that the Lord brings to mind an area for you that he would love for you to have more accountability in. Now, I haven't been taken out yet because thankfully I recognize the schemes of the enemy. The enemy knows that if he can get us to wander alone, we are much easier target to eliminate. Just think about even, you know, I know you've probably heard this example before, but I would love for you to think about it again. Sheep, when they're all together. If one wanders off on its own, it's no wonder Jesus went for the one because he knows not only does he care about every single sheep, right? But also he just knows a sheep wandering on its own, it won't make it. And that's true for you and I. If we think that we can wander around on our own, and I'm not just talking about physically on your own, we can be in a sea of people. We can be right smack dab in the middle of community, but not really known by anybody. So we have to avoid wandering alone by, first of all, being in community, but then letting people really see us. So of course, let's get to the practical part of this topic. Why does accountability even matter? Well, for starters, because God loves us too much to let us get caught up in something that could have been avoided. 
I can't help and wonder how many leaders would still be going today if they had had true accountability in their lives. I put that word true in front of accountability because I think it's, we can be tricked sometimes to thinking that we're accountable. We think that we're letting people in, but we're not always. There's sometimes just that tiny little thing that we think, you know what, this little thing, it's not a big deal. It's not murder. You know, it's not something huge. And my friends, those little bitty things that we think aren't really a big deal. So there's no point in telling anybody because that's just a waste of their time and mine. It's probably a bigger deal than we even realize. And we've got to start paying attention to those things. We have to do better in this area of accountability. And it starts in our own hearts, in our own homes. Luke 17, 3 says, Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. So accountability is also just a command that God gives us. And again, it's because he loves us too much to not let us say, hey, we have to pay attention to the things that trip us up. And I am as guilty as anybody to be living such a fast-paced life that sometimes I ignore things that are going to trip me up simply because I won't take time. It, that I think, honestly, I, I truly believe time and busyness is one of the biggest hindrances in this area of accountability because accountability is, even though, yes, it's scary and hard at times, it also just takes time and energy. Very few of us want to carve out time in our week to sit down face-to-face with even just one other person and say, how am I doing or to confess to them when we were tempted. Even if we didn't sin in that temptation, just even confess, hey, I was really tempted in this area this week. You know, I didn't fall into sin, but it startled me that I was even tempted in that area. We've got to do a better job. And friends, I'm in the trenches with you on this. I feel so convicted. I hope you can hear in my voice that I'm not up on a soapbox preaching today. I am down in the mud being convicted by the Holy Spirit too, going, we've got to do a better job. And it starts right here. So what could be different if we actually took this accountability seriously? Well, of course, we would walk in our calling, right? Because of course, the enemy, his biggest thing on not having us be accountable and tripping us up is that when we fall, sometimes the falls are so catastrophic that it sidetracks us from our call. Sometimes, I mean, you know, especially, you know, the public moral failures that we've seen of different leaders, especially in the the Christian arena, uh, it it removes them completely from what they were doing, and understandably so, because they need to be removed and take care of that that thing in their life. But what about even just day-to-day, you and I? What about, you know, when when I am wrapped up in something that is not from God, it's stealing not only my time, some things steal our money, our energy, our vision, right? Whenever you're clouded with things that are tempting you from all angles and you're battling it alone, now all of a sudden, instead of waking up being on mission, we're staring at the thing that's tempting us and we're doing it in our own strength. And we don't want to do that. But here's the other thing that I think is honestly just as important, if not more important, than us not walking in our calling. And it's this, you could be living free. If you've listened to this show very long, 
you know something that I say in the intro and sometimes the outro is that my heart is to bring things up so that we can live free. If you notice, I say that first, live free and then pursue your God-given dreams. You know, we're real big about talking about the call on our life, and I'm excited about calls just as much as anybody else, but I think God cares more about us walking in freedom as sons and as daughters of Him than He does about us going out and doing anything. And that's my heart for us, too, that we would be able to live free because things that are in the dark, they are the enemy's playground. Have you ever considered that if something's in the dark, if only you know about that thing and nobody else knows about that thing, have you ever considered that the enemy owns that territory and he doesn't deserve to own it? It's not his. In fact, I would, I probably should correct that statement and say he is renting that territory and not paying a dime for it. We are giving that territory to him for free and it's not his territory. Do you know how you take back territory from the enemy? By bringing things into the light. Again, a statement you hear me say or maybe have read about my podcast. I am all about bringing things into the light because the moment we confess something, the moment we admit our weakness, the moment that we expose the enemy, he loses his power. Even if you don't have an answer in that moment, even if you don't know the next step that you're going to take, the moment those words leave your mouth and you confess to just one other person an area that you're struggling in, the enemy, he has to flee. It's no longer his. He doesn't get to hang out there anymore. So my friends, it is time to kick him out. Now, here's the other cool thing, though, about accountability. It's not just scary and hard. It also makes us sharper. Accountability is a good thing. Proverbs 27, 17 says that iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. So when we are in a space, a healthy community where other people are getting to speak into our lives and we're getting to speak into theirs. It shouldn't just be a one-way street. You know, we're both speaking into these hard areas and the good areas of each other's life. We should be sharpening each other. We should be making each other better. But have you ever thought about sharpening? It is a process. Sometimes it's ugly. Sometimes it's, my my family and I, we watch uh, Forged in Fire. I'm not gonna go too deep into that show. I actually wrote about it in my book because it's extremely interesting. But if you've ever watched iron being sharpened, sparks fly and you got to put goggles on and it kind of gets uglier before it gets beautiful. But then when it's done, when the sharpening's done, you have a really cool tool that can slice and dice and do all kinds of cool things. That's the point we want to get to. But you got to be willing to lean into the sparks, to lean into the, the unknown to get to that part. All right, so let's talk about a few growth resources and then let's talk about our weekly grow challenge. Of course, the same one I've been saying each week, How People Grow by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. Here are two more that, I'm gonna be honest, I actually haven't read one single book on accountability 
which makes me kind of go, huh, we might need a resource on this. This could be, we'll put this in the filing cabinet for a possible future book that you might hear read from Rachel Gilbert. But for now, I know there's some on the market. I just can't personally recommend them because I haven't read them. So if you do know one, absolutely feel free to send me a message and let me know so that I can share those resources on my Instagram and email list. Uh, but here's two resources that I just love because reading these two resources, I actually felt held accountable. I know that sounds weird, but when you hear what they are, you'll know. Uh, so Tested and Approved, 21 Lessons for Life and Ministry by Tom Lane. Loved that book. He's been a guest on the podcast before. And then Lisa Whittle has been a two-time guest on the podcast. Um, she's got a couple good books that I think are great for this area. One's called Jesus Over Everything, and the other is called The Hard Good. Both of those are great. Like I said, not directly about accountability, but I feel like uh, having wise leaders speak into our lives is a form of accountability. All right, let's talk about our weekly grow challenge. First of all, I want you to ask God to show you an area that he wants you to submit to accountability. And then once he shows you that area, I want you to think about letting your friends or your family in. But here's a little thing tip I want to give you when you let them in. Be sure to let them know how big of a deal it is that you're letting them into this area so they don't take it lightly. When I've had these conversations with my husband, my husband's one of my uh, accountability, my biggest accountability person, I would say in my life. I do have others, but he's just definitely knows me the best of anybody and obviously sees me daily so he can, we can keep each other accountable in multiple areas. But whenever I've come to him with hard areas that I need to ha have him help me be accountable to, I will approach him and just tell him, hey, honey, I need to tell you that I need to let you into an area that I've been just wrestling with on my own. And I will just tell him, this is a big deal. Like, I feel scared. I feel nervous. Whatever it is, that, that whatever feeling, remember we talked about emotions in the weeks past, whatever feeling comes up for you, just let them know that you're feeling that. I'm nervous, I'm scared, I'm I'm embarrassed, I'm whatever that feeling is, and just tell them that. Be honest with them and just say, I feel embarrassed that I even am bringing this to you because I just feel silly, but I really felt like God told me I'm supposed to let you into this area. So what I'm about to tell you is very vulnerable, and I need to know that you're a safe space for me. And give them a chance to say, okay, yeah, of course I'm a safe space. And make sure that they're in a good place to be that that for you in that time. And if maybe if they're not in a good space, then consider finding somebody else that um, is in a good space who could hear what you're going to say. Because I think this is one more reason that we are um, slow to be accountable sometimes is because we're, we haven't always been met by people who, when we tell them, hey, I need you to help me in an area, we're not always met with grace. And I'm so sorry if that's you. But no area is an embarrassment. No, there should be no shame around this. And in fact, the enemy would love to help us to feel shame so that we won't bring it into the light. So just be honest with them and tell them where you're coming from. A couple other just practical tips, especially if an area that you need accountability in has is in any way related to any form of addiction, okay? It can be, I know when we think of addiction, a lot of times we think of bigger ones like sex and alcohol and drugs and pornography. But what about like an addiction I've had to wrestle through and that I honestly have accountability on is shopping, okay? Again, it feels a little silly, but I love me some cute new clothes. And sometimes I just have to like give my husband permission to say, hey, 
what are we doing? Like, you know, just let's be a little accountable in this area. And so you might need to, I know um, eating is another one for, used to be for me and, and still can be for a lot of people, sugar, whatever it is, Amazon Prime, all the weird things that we think that we need and there's nothing wrong with them in themselves on some of these things, but except for when they get a really strong hold in our heart, then we know, eh, I might need somebody to help me be accountable in this area. So unsubscribe or unfollow anything tempting you. For me personally, when I'm in a season of being tempted to numb, because usually for me, online shopping is like a numbing thing. When I'm in those seasons where I'm feeling tempted to do that a lot, I have to unsubscribe from all the emails that's showing the cute clothes. I have to unfollow some Instagram accounts. So consider who you might be following on Instagram or what emails you get that could be tempting you to fall into something that you're going, you know what, I wanna do better in this area. I wanna grow in this area. And then if it's an accountability thing that you are thinking, you know what, I'd love to exercise more, like a good accountability partner, you know, that says, hey, will you meet me at the track and go for a walk tonight? That's great accountability because they're not just calling out the hard, they're also holding you accountable to show up. So do something like set a firm date, register for a 5K that gives you a date to know, oh, in three months, I'm going to be doing this 5K. So that's accountability, all right? Those are just some practical tips I wanted to leave you with. Okay, we got to wrap up. I know I went a little long on this one. I just got real excited about this topic. Let me leave you with that same prayer from Colossians 1 for growth that is fueled by God. We pray that you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul. Not the grim strength of gritting your teeth, but the glory strength God gives. It is strength that endures the unendurable and spills over into joy, thanking the Father who makes us strong enough to take part in everything bright and beautiful that he has for us. Well, that concludes our final episode in this series. Hey, consider sharing this, either the whole series or just this episode with a friend. Thank you again for choosing to tune in. It's such an honor. And I'll see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.